Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, the incomparable Joe Moffat. Thank you. Hello, hello, and welcome. Um, it's been a one of them weeks, man. You know, as folks do, we tend to have a little bit too much fun, have too much glee, and you know, have too much explaining why you got so fucked up. <laughs> uh, it's been one of them weeks for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nigga actually had a couple of days off from work, and that made things a lot easier to get even more fucked up and have, you know, more tomfoolery and foolishness, and also kind of give a different perspective of crazy shit that we usually talk about on the show. Uh, one thing, personal in particular, shout out to my boys the Texans who didn't do a goddamn thing on offense on their way to a 30-0 to zero blowout to which um, basically the NFL's true superhero, J.J. Watt, felt he needed to apologize to the fans and to the city um, for their effort not leading to a championship. I say to J.J., cut that shit out, young man. You have made anyone that is a fan of football proud to watch football, not just because of what you do on the field, but definitely how you carry it and compose yourself off of the field. And that is, is what makes that young man very special. Um, and I, I don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that just because I'm a fan of the team. If a person who's never watched sports takes sports away from J.J. Watt and look at his contributions outside of sports, you'll see a good and honest and, 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 and awesome young man, you know, that has, you know, been brought up with, with pride and dignity and carries himself with that. And, and he transfers that to his work. I mean, good God, this nigga practiced more than anybody practiced. I mean, you can take his combination of practice and put that into masturbation and this motherfucker would be a sex god if you really fucking think about it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just... The kid is, you know, he's fucking amazing. And I think that, you know, we should be applauding stuff like that, not being like that one sportscaster. I didn't even waste the time to memorize the cocksucker's name because I'd never heard of him. But he said how we're just, oh, we're just so tired of hearing about J.J. Watt. Well, bitch, stop being tired of hearing about shit that is amazing and wonderful and terrific and great because that's what the fuck you're going to hear every time you talk about the NFL and they want to talk about shit that is amazing and wonderful and terrific and great, they're going to talk about J.J. Watt. Because that nigga is just those four words. I forgot one of them. Fuck you. So that's what we're going with here. You understand what I'm saying? You know, I have a whole lot of shit of the Texans on my wall. J.J. is the only player that's got a spot. All right? So there you have it. And I've been a Texans fan since day one, and I will be and continue to be a Texans fan from here on out, no matter how much they figure that they can try their hardest, I guess, to suck. I don't know. Um, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, and, of course, I want to do some shout-outs here. Definitely to Glendale, Arizona. Damn! Somebody done got a hold of my show in Glendale, Arizona and, like, has fell in love with the shit. And for that, I appreciate it. I do appreciate the love. Lord knows I do. A um, couple of new followers on my SoundCloud account. Definitely shout out to the podcast Master Debaters, which, you know, I wanted to use that name. 
But since I'm doing this by myself, I just thought that would be dirty. And, you know, just to take the debate and then me just be masturbators and then nobody wants to really listen to that shit because I tend to tear up from time to time. It just feels good. Then also another shout out to my dog, my brother from another mother, my ace in the hole I've been knowing for many years, my boy, um, musical artist Rand Knotts out of Houston, Texas. Um, appreciate the love, my nigga, uh, always. Um, also, I've had listeners over in London, uh, Topanga, California, definitely the hometown of Enid, Oklahoma, where I'm at now. Uh, all the way over in Amsterdam and a couple other cities in, in, in the Netherlands, as well as motherfucking Korea. Your boy didn't made it to Korea. Nigga, I ain't even stepped that far off the water to get to no damn Korea, and yet my voice is there. So that is fucking awesome to me. I find that very fucking cool, and I appreciate all you guys looking out for me and listening to the show. Um, Other crazy news that I heard about. What was the shit with, with Leonardo DiCaprio that everybody was having this big old uproar? Oh, they always, he was, he gave her a dirty look. He didn't give her a dirty look. He gave, uh, what's the bitch name? Lady Gaga. He gave her the same look I gave her when I realized she had that much ass attached to that little body. That's all it was. Everybody freaking the fuck out because this nigga looked at her ass. He just knew that he was on TV and he cannot get caught. He could get caught looking at the ass, but if, see, nigga like me, I'd have been in that goddamn chair leaning back, watching her ass go all the way up that hall, that aisleway, up them damn stairs, and would not stop looking until she turned the fuck around on that podium. That's the God honest truth. That's how I look at ass. I see a nice ass. I want to see that motherfucker from completion, from where I didn't start it to the where I can't see it no more. That's how you look at ass. And that's what Leonardo DiCaprio was doing. But he knew, one, he ain't a nigger. So he couldn't get away with, you know, white boys pull that chair lean back. Somebody, boy, they the, they the show been talking shit about Leo then. If that nigga would have pulled that chair lean back and kept staring at that big old ass going up that highway. Ooh, Jesus. Ooh, shit. The first time I saw her actually recognize that she had a big ass, talking about Lady Gaga, was at one of the MTV awards. She did some performance where she had on these tight, tight tights. She hadn't performed in like a year or so, I guess they were saying. And she had on these tight ass tights and on she did this dance move and the tights went like all the way up her. Oh, oh shit. I had to find myself that goddamn night. It was terrible. She had her draw, ooh, god damn it. They went like somewhere up in her ass. Like I guess they was riding up to her navel and shit, but all I could just, ooh, Lord, she spun around and I put that shit on slow-mo and then put it in reverse and then round it back. I put this shit on VHS so I could just watch that shit in slow-mo. You remember the VHS tape players that had the damn slow-mo reverse on them and shit? That was the shit. I pulled out some old school shit to record that ass and watch that motherfucker and forward and reverse, just going back and forth. And that's what Leo was fucking doing. Y'all can't be mad at that man for looking at the ass. And he didn't mean to throw a, a dirty look at her. He just knew he had to compose himself before somebody recognized on all his goddamn cameras that he was looking at this girl ass. So he got caught looking at that girl ass. I guess it would have been like an international incident, which, you know, to me, he's just being a heterosexual man and saw a big ass and enjoyed it. 
But then I heard a rumor saying, I guess white men ain't supposed to enjoy big asses, which, you know, to me, I find big asses great. They're wonderful shit. I don't really conversate to nobody that don't have a big ass, to be perfectly honest with you. It makes me kind of <laughs> a little prejudiced when it comes to booty. But ask me, do I give a fuck? I do not, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, let that man look at booty and peace. And let any man look at booty and peace and not fucking freak out. Shit, goddamn. He was looking at ass. He thought it was attractive. He could have said hi to it. But knowing that, motherfucker, you know. He probably would have wanted to do more. If it was me, I'd, I'd have said hi directly to her ass. I wouldn't even have known that this bitch was in the vicinity. That's what happens with me when it comes to ass. Sorry. Oh, bootyful for spacious guys. That booty we want to grab. I don't know shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. What else going on? I told y'all, and this is the show. That's going to do a recap on the whole situation concerning Wisconsin native Stephen Avery and his nephew, Brendan Dassey. I watched the last five episodes of the series that I ranted about last week. And I know everybody was probably expecting me to rant this week. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. Because while I was watching the fifth episode, and as I was reviewing everything, I did actually look up some notes from the case. I didn't want to come and talk about this shit. And, and rather making it funny or being serious about it, I didn't want to talk about it if I didn't have some facts. And there were some facts that I did find out that did bother me. Now, don't get me wrong. I still ask the three major questions. Who deleted the voicemails off the cell phone? Okay. If the car drove off, were tire tracks ever assessed in the driveway? That's two. And three, who spread them body parts and had time to do all of that shit? Think about, I mean, you know, just with just the idea of how much shit they had to do to make this crime happen. Where the fuck do you find that much time in a day? You understand what I'm saying? I mean, goddamn, you'd have to be moving pretty fucking quick. And when you look at Stephen Avery and Brendan Dassey, it ain't a goddamn thing moving in their minds quickly, efficiently. And now everybody want to sit here and crack jokes talking about how cousins was fucking cousins and shit. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? I heard the, the news report that, that, no, 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 no. The testimony, that bastard that was working with the defense lawyer, Lynn Kaczynski, and his little fucking crony that was supposed to be doing the investigation and doing the, uh, the, the interview in reference to, and doing the investigating, if you will, for Lynn... Lynn, uh, Lynn Kaczynski. My problem with that motherfucker is he was like, so you're going to write down that it was you who raped the girl who said Kobe did it. And it was you and your uncle who killed Nicole Simpson. <laughs> This motherfucker just went through a list of shit that this kid 
couldn't even comprehend. And this goofy motherfucker just writing that shit down. This is supposed to be about innocence before guilt. And neither one of these guys were given the benefit of innocence through this entire process. But I did start seeing some things that made me question why. Okay? Mainly, nothing else has come up that could implore a conviction to go in another arena. There is nobody else that they can blame. When you don't have anybody else that you can blame, you're fucking screwed. Okay? No matter what the case, you have to prove it wasn't you. The defense attorneys never determined that it wasn't him. Not only didn't they not, you can't determine it wasn't him without determining who else it could have been. So when they fucked up and went after the cops, that put that man in a negative light. Because that allowed the prosecution, that dirty fat motherfucker, Ken Kratz, did you see the shit he sent the bitch in the text message? I ain't heard no pimp shit like that in years. This nigga sat here and told that bitch, look, bitch, I'm the one with the house and the money and the cars, and all you got is the pussy. So basically, what you need to ask yourself is what your pussy is really worth to you. Wow. That's some grade A pimp shit right there, my nigga. The only problem is, is when you go and employ some pimp shit, make sure you do it in a position where ain't nobody watching your monkey ass and get over the goddamn text messages, you stupid bastard. That's the problem with niggas when they be fake pimping. If you really pimping, that bitch wouldn't have said shit and wouldn't nobody ever about it, known nothing about her. But you want to sit here and try to whip your dick out all over the goddamn town. And trying to throw a nigga in jail for the rest of his life for some shit that ain't nobody sure he did or didn't do. And see, that's my problem. I can't come to a conclusion to honestly say in my heart of hearts that Stephen Avery didn't do it. I can possibly say that I don't think Brendan Dassey had shit to do with it. I, and, and the only reason why I say that is because... He didn't give details of the rape. He was asked yes or no questions pertaining to details of the rape, which makes me ask the question, how the fuck you knew the details so well to feed this shit to this nigga? Because them cops fed all of that shit to him. They, they fed that shit to him on a spoon. And his ignorant ass, Lord bless him, but goddamn, I, I hope to never be involved in a nuclear accident or a car wreck to where my goddamn simplicities have went down to that low. Goddamn. You cannot sit there and let me believe the shit you saying that I know ain't right. And there's a lot of that that I'm seeing in the, in the case as it pertains to Brendan Dassey. As far as Stephen Avery, Stephen Avery never found who else did it. Or who else could have done it? They stopped. Everybody stopped looking for that. The cops pinned it on Avery, and Avery only wanted to prove it wasn't him. Well, the only way you can do that, dog, is you got to find another motherfucker, just like they did in the first case, 
you got to find who else has done it. I'm hoping somebody has taken and implored that knowledge into this young man's mind. Oh, old ass man, not young man. Definitely in Brenda's mind because, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I really, truly don't know because if Brendan did do it, I don't think he did anything with Steven. And that's the other thing. If Brendan was involved, who was he doing it with? That's another question you can ask. He kept saying he was with his Uncle Steven. When in fact, Steven, and if you look up the damn call records, Showing that Stephen called him later that evening, why would he call him back later that evening to come over for a bonfire for some shit that he already knew was supposed to be going on and apparently had been over there most of the evening sitting there, you know, raping people and, and doing all this evil and horrible shit that can't nobody find an ounce of evidence, you know? I remember when I was 16 years old. I could skeet 10 feet from where I'm fucking standing. No problem. You can't tell me that a 16-year-old at his mental capacity didn't get no come nowhere on the floor, on his pants, on his leg, nowhere. We ain't got no DNA nowhere. Come on, y'all. Come on, man. I, I, <laughs> I've been a 16-year-old boy, okay? <laughs> I... I, I, I know what it's like. We all know what it's like, men. Just just take that in the back of your mind for a second. Being a 16-year-old boy, being in a situation like that, and you really think this motherfucker had enough self-control to be clean, I think we can establish that these motherfuckers are far, 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 far from cleaning experts on shit. And yes, how the fuck are you going to put a car at my house and my ass not know it? He, he, they just, they, they got too many what ifs for me. You understand what I'm saying? There's too many what ifs. Now, on, in the same breath, though, I could ask, bitch, how the hell did you find this car on a 40 fucking acre lot within an hour of being there? Let's be real. Let's be real. And then you got the lady that was supposed to be doing and, and reviewing the gun. Then this ignorant bitch, this retarded motherfucker is sat here and got her DNA mixed in, my DNA mixed in, couple of niggas in the crowd, a couple of niggas in a couple of other cities' DNA mixed in. The lab tech's DNA mixed in, a rat that she was testing for goddamn. Uh, sickle cell anemia, motherfucking DNA mixed in, and Teresa Harbox and Stephen Avery's. How the fuck? <laughs> Somebody done fucked up on both ends. That's that's my million dollar question for you. Who deleted? The, the biggest question of all is who deleted? Technology ain't gonna lie, folks. That's one thing technology, technology can fuck up. Yeah. You the shit. Nigga, I've been owning PCs and PlayStations and TVs all of my goddamn life. Nintendos and shit. I know electronics fuck up, but they don't lie. They don't have the capability of lying. You can't implant something on technology and say 
that it happened per se to the point of, okay, this phone call happened. No, it didn't. Huh? That shit's recorded. They ain't sat here and said the voicemail messages were deleted. Well, who deleted them? And why? So the whole thing in Wisconsin, folks, that shit is going to be interesting. However, and I will say this a million times outside, inside, online, offline, and through any other zip line or whatever other motherfucking hotline bling, I don't give a fuck. I will not take my black ass to Wisconsin for shit. It ain't a goddamn reason for me to go there. Fuck the Packers. I'll see them play in Minnesota. Kiss my ass. So what? I'm not bullshitting. I ain't going to Wisconsin for a goddamn thing. If I ever got to drive through it, motherfucker, I'm going around. They can do that shit to a white man. I ain't no way in hell my black ass going to get a chance. Shit. Last time I checked, I don't think my lawyer work in that area. <laughs> I don't think he is licensed and bonded in the state of Wisconsin. So I'm not fucking with them niggas in Wisconsin. No. Hell, the only niggas that's safe in Wisconsin, if you play for the Packers, the Brewers, or the mother... <laughs> or the motherfucking Bucks. If you don't play for one of them three, you better get the fuck out of Taj, fool. You ain't got no business having your black ass in Wisconsin for shit. Run. Or be the biggest L7 on the planet and make sure you don't fuck with nobody. Because that'll keep your ignorant ass out of trouble. And as soon as you fuck with somebody and they fuck up, they're going to put that shit on your black ass. <laughs> and there ain't going to be a goddamn jury that won't convict your black ass as soon as you walk through the door. They're going to see nigga and they're going to see guilt. Which, by the way, takes me to my next topic. I'd like to thank the two dumbass niggas that decided that it'd be a smart idea to run your ignorant ass outside in public and start randomly shooting at white people. What the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? Why? We sitting here talking about Sandra Bland cussing the cops out. These motherfuckers then shot white people. One of them being a cop. And then they say they immediately sent out an alert. Oh, fuck. What do you think that alert started with? Two niggas then started shit. You know the rest. It ain't been a and shit. I'm waiting on harassment day. Because I know they're going to pull my black ass over for something. That's the reason why, you know, people ask me if I if I own a gun. And I'm like, dude, I've, like, rarely shot a gun. I've never really found myself needing the need of a gun. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> so I, I've never been one to really sit here and consider the option of buying one. I've kind of, if I move back to Texas, I'm buying one, though. Because all of them crazy motherfuckers is now running around with guns. I was just telling a buddy of mine that Texas was maybe in Houston going back home might not be a bad idea. For those that don't know, I'm born and raised in Houston, Texas. You know what I'm saying? And I was debating on going back home until I found out now all these niggas is legally walking around with guns. And all I can think to myself is, fuck that. No, nigga. I know what niggas do in Texas that illegally walk around with guns. 
You really think I'm going to be that nigga that's going to be smart enough to go back without a gun of my own? Because some shit going to pop off. This is Texas. Them niggas is stupid. If you ain't never been to Texas, Texas has got a lot of beautiful scenery and great people and wonderful surroundings. And in the batch of all of that shit, you're going to find a big old East Egg basket of fuck-ups planted all over that motherfucker. No thank you. Shit. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. I ain't going back to Texas right now. Fuck that shit. Mm-mm. No. Crazy-ass cops busting kids at fucking pool parties and shit, and you really think I want to go back to Texas right now? I wouldn't go swimming. Not at the public pool. Y'all remember that shit last summer? Them kids got fucked with, and all they was doing was having fun while all the white folks saying, well, they was being niggas. Well, yeah, granted, but just because... You know, you it's okay. It's not okay to be rowdy. It's not okay to be ignorant. But it's also not okay to put a 15-year-old girl's face on concrete and plant her into the ground. That's bullshit. Especially if you ain't got enough cops to plant all them little niggas while they running around and acting a goddamn fool. He go get some girl. You little bitch, you. You dig what I'm saying? That's, that's the part that threw me off about that whole case was that he went and got a girl. But that's neither here nor there. You know, keeping my black ass out of Texas for a little while might be a good thing. I thought Colorado was going to be okay till I found out that they cops and shot somebody. Oh, fuck. I'm just, I, stay away from the cops, folks. Look, I'm, I'm, I, I've said this in the past. I'll say it one more time. I support the police. I do. They have a job to do. I don't support the bad ones. I don't support the ones that feel like they have to be so scared and frightened of the world that they have to overstep their boundaries and do their job in a terrible manner because you cocksuckers are making it hard for everybody else. But, you know, there are good cops out there. So when one fucks up, let's not look down at all of them as fuck-ups. And I say the same thing about us as black people. You know, me being a black man. Anybody listen to my show, you know a black man that ain't a fuck-up. I'm tired of hearing all niggas is in jail. That's bullshit. I ain't in jail. I'm on this show talking to y'all, my people. You know what I'm saying? All them people that I think today all different races, all different cultures, from all different places and all situations. And I invite you all to come in to this, my house, and enjoy yourself listening to the Joe Moffat Show. That's the way I work. I exclude nobody. Everybody is welcome. And that's what I want you to feel. I want you to feel like you can be welcome and have a good time. Shit. I might judge your ignorance. <laughs> that depends on how stupid you are today. You might want to take a day of having, doing some of your ignorance and taking some baby steps, fucking around with me that goddamn day. But other than that, we're going to have a blast. Okay? So let's, let's stop grouping everybody into one big group and saying that, okay, one cop make a mistake. Or shit, some of them motherfuckers do it intentionally. 
you know. I saw the damn video from New York two days after, um, what was it, two days after the officers were assassinated in their car, and the young man was doing the, I guess, the Ellen Dance Challenge, and this nigga thought it was bright and a good idea to stand between cops while they on patrol and start dancing in front of these motherfuckers looking like your ass high on everything because the motherfucker couldn't dance. I mean, if he came out there on some Usher shit, maybe. He came out there on the white people at the club dancing and shit. And then motherfuckers looked at him like he had just shot up a fresh dose of heroin before coming and doing that shit. You dumb motherfucker, go set your ass down somewhere. Shit. Sitting there fucking with the police. That's fucking with the police, you simple bastard. Then they sat there and threw his ass on the ground for being a dumbass. Now those cops were wrong for throwing him on the ass, on the ground. But he was still being a dumbass. And I'll be the one to say it. Some of you niggas is doing some stupid shit that's, des that's designed for you to get fucked up. And then you want everybody to go out and have a march for your ass. Fuck you. No, thank you. I would prefer eating some pussy this evening instead of marching for your ignorant ass. And there it is. You have a difference of eating, have a choice of eating pussy and going to a march. Well, sounds like a good day for a clam bake, doesn't it? Shit. From what you heard, shit. This is the goddamn Joe Moffat show. I am your host. Joe Moffat, the one and only. I told y'all I was bringing the heat today. I don't give a shit. We having some fun. And also, that's our time. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just fucking with y'all. I actually only got a few minutes. But a um, few more things, a couple of announcements. Want to make here real quick. Everybody that's hearing this show, do me a favor. Show me some love on two of the shows. Air of my ways, because that's my comedy mixtape. And that's actually some of... My written, studied comedy, real life occurrences, okay? But, you know, it's written out for you guys as entertainment, as well as the show I'm Rich Biatches that's had about 151 plays. As I scratch my head, don't judge me, motherfuckers, because, <laughs> yes, I may have went to one of them websites for 100 of them plays. I don't give a fuck. I was experimenting with some shit. It could have been worse. I could have been doing heroin dancing in front of the fucking cops for the fucking Ellen show, you ignorant bastard. Oh, my God. But enough about me. I want to thank everybody that has taken the opportunity to listen to my show, everybody that has ever contacted me. And feel free to contact me at the email address, djoemoffitshow at gmail.com. Definitely follow us on Twitter at Show. Man, I appreciate all the love. Thank you for everybody that has continued to support us. We're going to keep getting bigger and bigger and better and better. You know what I'm saying? And actually, I'll put this out here. I'm looking for a co-host. I'm tired of doing this shit by myself. I want to have some fun with some other people. And so even if you're interested in being a random co-host, just on a regular, you know, irregular basis, just to, you know, jump on and say hi, you are more than welcome to. And if you're interested in that, hit me up on Twitter or hit me up at my email address. Thank you again for listening. Once again, I love all you guys. Thank you for your support, and hope you guys have a great week. See you next Wednesday, and thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show.